Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. From the City of Sales North, it's all about the Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. No, uh, not quite as good looking as Ricardo Ball. Mark Watson sitting in for Ricardo. And do, please do check out the Chemist Warehouse. We do appreciate their support of this particular half hour. Known as Blues Brothers, uh, a man who played 10 tests for the All Blacks, uh, joins me in studio. Steve Devine, evening to you, Steve. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having us again. And hi to everyone at home. How good was that game on Friday night between the Blues and the Crusaders? I mean, often there is a lot of hype and there is a lot of build-up, but that doesn't necessarily mean the game lives up to the hype. This game did. One of the great games. And sometimes you need five, six, seven, eight, nine years to truly appreciate it. But I think people are genuinely appreciating it now. Such was the quality of both teams. Yeah, it was a fantastic match. What Super Rugby really needed, to be fair. It's sort of... A few games have tried to be epic games, but they've just sort of fallen away here and there. But that was that was a, a you know an awesome match. It had it all. It had um, you know the Blues playing some pretty awesome footy. The second part of that first half, you know, it was you know spectacular footy, and they mm. were well and truly on top. And you know, as it does a lot of the time, it took a, a red card and and the Crusaders to really you know that moment that was like we need to pull our finger out right now and, and get onto it. And and you know they almost got the job done. Um, it was yeah, it was a stunning match. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm talking about it in a, in a great way that the Blues managed to get a win. When you look back at it, though, what was the difference? Where did the Blues win it? I, I think I think I think the Blues won it that uh, second part of the first half um, with that with their quick ruck ball. You know, they just dominated territory. They dominated the ball, and I think the Blues almost lost it. I I, I don't think the Crusaders won it. The Blues kicked them the ball best fullback and mm. running rugby in the world right now, Will Jordan, who, who kept running back. You know, they, they went into that protection. They went into that protection mode to try to pretend the lead, protect the lead, and, and they almost came undone. Yeah, and yeah, a couple of points on that because, you know, we've had um, Justin Marshall on the program a number of times, and Justin, who looks at the Crusaders very carefully, and we've asked why they've looked a little vulnerable, and he said because teams are holding onto the ball, forcing them to make tackles. You beat the Crusaders by not giving the ball back to them. You make them make the tackles, and they dropped off a lot of tackles. And again, the moment we started kicking, momentum swung. Now, you said last week, whoever lost this game, you felt would win the Super Rugby Championship. I think the Blues did enough dumb things in that game to still be able to come away and go, we can still be a lot better. Oh, absolutely. You you take more out of a, a loss than you do a win, and often often just it's the the high of a win that you just sweep a lot of things under the cover. But I spoke to a couple of players this week, and and you know they told me that they weren't that happy with the performance. Mm. They realised what they're doing when they do it works, and it'll it'll win it'll win a competition. What what they want to do when they decide to do it works, but. 
you know, when their their fallback protection of just kicking the ball away and, and hanging on to a lead doesn't work. And and hopefully that's the big thing they take and, out of and it. And that's what I'm saying. And so I understand what you were saying last week, but I think the Blues were far from perfect. They made those key errors. So I think the Blues can still win this competition. But it is counterintuitive sometimes, isn't it? You know, your natural thing is to sometimes kick. Let's play territory. Let's try and turn them around. Let's keep them camped back in their half. But as you said, it's all very well unless you've got a Will Jordan at the back. Yeah, well, you know, those kicks needed to be contestable. Uh, and that's the difference between kicking the ball away to a, to a kid who's going to catch it and run or um, or kicking a ball where he's got to go to the air and it's a 50-50, the ball's going to go either way, really. So, you know, that was the big difference, just kicking long and, and down the middle of the field and giving them all options both sides. It, it, it's not it's not something you want to do, and particularly against the Crusaders team that is hurting. And, you know, they they had to dig in. They no doubt got their um, treatment from the coach at halftime that this is not our standard, and they come out and started to play, but that red card really, you know, really put them in a corner, and they had nowhere to go other than, than forward from that. I haven't been a big fan historically of Offa Tuanga Vasi, but I thought in the last couple of weeks this guy's got another dimension to his game at the moment, and combined with Alex Hodgman, who I think is playing some of his best rugby, being an all-black two years ago, not making the side last year, those two guys really setting that platform. Yeah, we can chuck Kurt Eklund in there oh, as well. Of course, yeah. I, I mean, mean he's just uh, he's around the field as well. You know, they're, they're, they're all, all three of those boys are playing some pretty pretty serious rugby right now. And you know, I, I doubt there wouldn't be many that say that was probably off his best game they've seen him play ever in a Blues jumper. So, you know, it's good to see that. Um, you know, he spent a lot of time on the bench this year. It's good to see that he's you know got his chance and look at him go. Yeah, sometimes you know to stay number one, you've got to train as if you're number two. A little bit of adversity yeah. can be and, your friend. And Tom Robinson also uh, Robinson also starting to get back to his best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's he's back and you know just cut down a few of those mistakes and he's just uh, he just loves action, doesn't he? And just like what you're saying before, you know, sometimes you've got to be number two to to get you know in the I seen the Crusaders after that match and they were in a tight circle and I was like, oh, here we, you know, that that might be their defining moment that where they uh, turn some things around because they haven't played uh, the consistent rugby that we know they can play this season. They've been a little bit up and down. So that may be their defining moment. It's, it's certainly going to be interesting going, going into finals. Well, it's interesting though, isn't it? Sometimes when you're so used to winning, when suddenly things aren't going your way, it, it's, you know, that can affect a side individually and collectively. You suddenly got to go, oh, we're not used to this. How do, uh, that people talk about adversity, and I've sort of said I can handle it, but now I'm actually, the realisation of it, am I handling it as well as I need to? Yeah, well, you know, I, I was surprised. It was, it was some of their senior players that really, for me, didn't perform. I mean, um, Scott Barrett wasn't, that dumb, was... Dumb, dumb, dumb. You know, he he had he had a long time to 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 make that decision. The ball had been dropped, and he and he didn't even have the ball in hand when he made contact. So, you know that that wasn't great. I, I thought Richie Moanga's game probably the worst game I've seen him play for a while. Not in, in what way? Not because not because they lost, but because he probably missed. I reckon three tackles that led to tries. Um, it just wasn't his defensive game. They sort of ran through him a few times, and I, I think he would be. Personally, pretty disappointed by that, um, and that's why I think maybe that he didn't have the best of the game. I, you don't often see him miss tackles, and there were certainly three that he missed that led to tries. Um, so yeah, some of the older boys that that didn't stand up. So that, you know that that gives them hope going forward. That you know those old boys though they've been around, they'll be able to fix fix a few things up. All New Zealand sides playing in Melbourne this weekend. Uh, we're now going to have the crossover games. We've been so looking forward to it. I think everyone's a little bit over the local derbies. So halfway through the season. 
we've been asking all of the um, Super Rugby franchises this question. What do you give them out of ten? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go probably a, probably a seven. Um, are we seven seven from eight? Are we six from seven? Seven from eight? And we, seven from eight. Seven from eight. And they lost. And we that. probably should have won that Hurricanes game. Yeah, we did enough. Well, I mean, to be fair, that first sixty minutes was probably the best footy they've played all year for for sixty minutes. So I just think uh, back when I was playing uh, seven out of ten, we used to try and if you know if everyone in the team gets a seven out of ten for a performance, then you're mm. probably going to win the game. Mm. Um, was a number we used to talk about. So I just think um, seven out of ten, they're doing enough. Uh, they've showed glimpses for me that look really good. Um, the Hurricanes first half was outstanding. The the second twenty against the Crusaders was outstanding. When when they do what they want to do, when they can deliver that ball in hand, quick ruck ball over the advantage line, they won't be beaten. So they just need more of that. Yeah, one of the concerns, Finlay Christie, um, HIA, and technically out for this week. But the nice thing is we've got the drawer. Yeah. So that's. I mean. It's hard playing all the local derbies in a row, right? You don't get a bye um, because they're tough New Zealand teams every week, right? And now, you know, across the ditch, you, you're going to get a little bit of an easier game. So having a few injuries that this time certainly does, doesn't does do too bad. It gives a, a bit of a chance for some, some other guys in the team to get out there and express themselves. Okay, we'll come back and we'll put the focus on what the New Zealand teams, what the Blues need to do um, in these clashes up against the Australians. Clearly you've got a very good handle on these Australian sides and one of the questions I'll just get you to ponder and we'll take the break and then come back and answer that is did the Blues against the Drua put out a full strength side? 18 minutes away from 8, you're listening to the Blues Brothers, Steve Devine in studio. Do check out the Chemist Warehouse. It is, and uh, we've got Steve Devine in studio. I'm about to welcome an absolute icon of New Zealand rugby and blues rugby to the programme. Uh, just a wonderful player. I've been a man but grammar boy. It does hurt because he came out of Auckland grammar. But Doug Howlett, good afternoon. Welcome. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Do you have any memories of playing man but grammar in first 15? Yeah, look, you know what? I actually have painful memories of um, <laughs> you know running into Andrew Blowers in his prime. Uh, you know, in the wet, soggy bottom pitch at uh, Man Albert Grammar, it, uh, it wasn't pleasant for a speedster to be uh, running around in the mud. Yeah, no, I, I say that because both schools are, are great feeders for Blues rugby, even more so now with the approach the Blues are taking in terms of trying to get players within the region. But Man Albert have their centennial this year, and uh, the centennial game is against Grammar on May 14th. So, um, yeah, so, you know, two great schools going toe to toe. Yeah, rich histories and. Uh, Look, it'll be a great occasion for, for both schools. Dougie, you will almost be able to pull your boots back on for that one, wouldn't you? You'd be available. What, and sneak into the schoolboy team? Yeah, mate. <laughs> You're looking fresh and young these days. You'll be fine. And and you know what? Looking at some of these schoolboys, I'd uh, I'd prefer not to. You know, they're, uh, they're, they're different athletes than what uh, you and I faced anyway, Stevie. Mate, I've seen you run into a few big boys. I remember a game at Eden Park where you uh, had a little uh, incident with uh, Isitola Marker. Out on the sideline there once. Oh, look, yeah, you only do that once. Um, I think there was Andrew Blouse, Sissy Tolamaka, and a couple of others that, um, you know, got me out sprinting and uh, got me working on my speed because I was never going to be running through flat. Dougie, uh, uh, just telling everyone at home, Dougie, we're on the field at uh, Eden Park one day, and Dougie comes up to me and goes, mate, I've got a bit of a lump on my collarbone. Uh, can you have a look at it for me? And I had a look, and it had like a golf ball on his <laughs> collarbone. And I was like, oh, yeah, mate, it's just a bit of swelling. You'll be fine. So he, he, he soldiered on, and about 10 minutes later, he called the doctor over and was like, Doc, can you have a look at my collarbone? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's broken, mate. You need to go <laughs> off. 
You got to do it. I'm looking at Stevie as I walked off. Like, mate. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, mate. You, you didn't realise. All that time you played with him, Doug, you didn't realise that he wasn't a doctor. <laughs> Shake it off, mate. Magic uh, water. My halfback would have stayed on, Doug. Uh, hey, swingers. Hey, hey uh, Doug, look, in the previous um, half hour, we had Thomas Waldrum on talking about the Hurricanes and him coming back from the UK and um, what sort of. What did he notice about the shift in rugby in this country? Has the game evolved here, Doug? Is the game faster? Are the players bigger from when you played? Um, look, I think, you know, watching from afar, in particular coming back from Europe, the, the noticeable thing is is the skill set. You know, we're, we're seeing, you know, the players coming through school, schools, um, you know, with wonderful skills, you know, the, the stuff that you can't really coach. And they are being coached, these things, but they're putting them into action. And, you know, it was quite noticeable for me coming back from Europe that, you know, that the schoolboy rugby in particular here was, uh, you know, leaps ahead of, of where I was in, in Ireland anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, again, moved on from, from when I was playing schoolboy rugby. Just so, so competitive. Mate, um, the Blues so far this season, we're probably about halfway through the comp, um, about to take on a few uh, Aussie teams. How do, you, uh, how do you see their performance so far this year? Oh look, I'm uh, forever the optimist, you know, with uh, with the Blues, and, and it's great to see them realising some of that potential that, you know, they've had for so so long. In particular, you know, these last couple of games, the the Chiefs and, and the Crusaders, really, uh, you know, had had to dig in dig in deep to get the results, and you know that that's what it takes in these these seasons. You, you you've got a lot of belief from these really close games, and and again, you know, um, we saw it, albeit you know, potentially an understrength. You know, Crusaders team, but they, that Blues team had to dig in towards the end there to, to get the result. And I think you saw it in, in all of their faces coming off the pitch, you know, that, uh, look, there's something something growing within that team. Um, you know, and, and it's good, you know, halfway through the season, uh, you know, with, with a bit of belief, uh, you know, in floating their wings. It's been a really tough eight games, you know, with all of these um, local derbies, incredibly high intensity. As a young player, how difficult is it to get yourself up mentally every week, that level of intensity? You all know how quickly a week goes by. And how long do you need to suddenly be able to adapt and get your head around it? Is it one, two, three, four, five years in the game? How long did it take you? Oh, yeah. Look, I think, you know, as you mentioned, you know, one, two, three, five, five years in the game, they're all different age brackets. And, you know, you know the, the younger profile players, now, that had to take too long to recover. You know, they're, they're sort of bouncing out of bed maybe one, two days later. Um, you know, as I progressed in my career, sort of, you know, training had to be adapted. It was sort of Wednesday, Thursday before we got to sort of, you know, feel, feeling normal again. So, um, you know, the things, you know, although the game is as brutal as it stands, uh, you know, with this, this New Zealand competition, you know, the guys are getting, you know, top-notch advice on their recovery. They're getting the massages, they're getting the physiotherapy, they're really mindful of their nutrition and that's helping them, you know, get back on their feet, you know, really quickly. And and the one thing, you know, having come back from Europe is that, you know, this is, it's a sprint of the season, you know, it's not the 20 to 30 odd games that they're working through in, in Europe. You know, these guys, you know, every game counts and you've got to give, you know, every, every week your all um, because before you know it, it's over. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. We don't get those long competitions like up in the Northern Hemisphere, mate. We also have um, moving away from the Blues a little bit. We have the Irish team here later in the year for three tests. Obviously, you spent a bit of time up there. How how do you think that's going to play out? 
Yeah, I think that that's really exciting. Um, you know, series to look forward to for for all of us. Uh, um, you know, they're they're, they're um, you know pretty confident at the moment that uh, that that Irish team. Uh, they had a pretty successful you know Six Nations, uh, obviously beating the All Blacks in their last match, and and beating the All Blacks now is not not new to them. You know, I think. Uh, uh, you know, a few years back in Chicago, it was 50 years. You know, before they'd, they'd beaten us. Well, they so, haven't done it. They uh, haven't look, done it down here. I guess they got, they got that on the on the looking looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, but it. I, I guess it, it, it's an all black jersey. You know, and, and I think you know coming down here exactly as, as you say, Stephen, that to, to beat them at home will be the next thing for them. And they've got three opportunities to do it. Um, and you know, they're, they're coming down pretty confident. Uh, you know, from 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 what I've heard and what I've seen, and they'll be bringing a few troops with them. A few supporters and, and a few supporters that are already here, no doubt, will we'll jump on side with them as well. So look, it's uh, uh, it'll be exciting. They're, they're a developing team. They're, they've got a lot of depth um, and marshaled, you know, really smartly by 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 coach Andy Farrell. Mate, uh, traditionally they don't bring the A team down. They sort of bring, you know, a, a younger team. Do you, do you reckon that they're pumped and they're going to bring the big boys down? I'd, I'd like to think so. Um, and, you know, look, there are different factors. You know, it'll be the end of their season as well. So depending on, you know, injury profile, um, you know, who they bring and who they don't bring. Um, but I'd like to see them. And the talk is that they'll, they'll come down and, you know, have a go at trying to beat the All Blacks in their, in their backyard. Doug Hallett, I'm formally inviting you to the Mag Centennial game on May 14th. Oh, super. Andrew Blowers, yeah, I'll, I'll... I've, I've promised you Andrew Blowers will not be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We've made up. <laughs> uh, lovely to have you on the program. Hold just quickly before you go. You're happy that TJ Perinara is probably going to end up taking your Super Rugby try scoring record. You're okay with him taking that mantle? Is, is that right? Yeah. Look, uh, I've had a few people come really close to it and then just disappear. So um, you know, look, if he does, good on him. But I'll uh, I'll have my voodoo doll out anyway. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Doug Hallett, lovely to have you on the program. Thank you. No, you're very good. Thanks, guys. Hey, just quickly, uh, Steve, I, I asked a question prior to the break, and I just want you to answer that. We play the Fiji and Drua this week. Um, do we put a full-strength blue side out, or do you rest players? I or think do you need to get used to the Australians? No, I think they'll... I mean, the Blues got some pretty good depth through the team, so I think um, I think they'll give a few of the big boys a bit of a rest, especially those carrying a little bit of an injury. I think we'll give them a rest. But, yeah, if, if they're fitting strong, they'll be out there. Steve Devine, lovely to have you on the program. That is the Blues Brothers for another week. Do check out the Chemist Warehouse. Coming up after 8 o'clock, we are talking swimming. He's going to put the spotlight and focus on one of the biggest sports, certainly the biggest sport in the first week of the Olympic Games. The State of New Zealand Swimming, Gary Francis in studio next. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.